folks welcome to the blowout it's the slappy <laughs> boys yeah baby let's I'm get si- wild i'm so now hold on a second tim i'm sitting here with tim kalpakis what is up <laughs> <laughs> just because you spoke before doesn't mean you can't not speak now when I, you for, I forgot that we do the one at a time thing now wait a minute we also have jeff dutton howdy <laughs> oh cool yeah. john wayne That's- is here Guys, I'm going to do things. I'm going to keep it kind of cool and mellow tonight. I love that. What do you think of that? Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real loose and low. I've been listening to the show, and I, I kind of hate how tight and high it is. So yeah. loose and low sounds pretty cool. That might be nice for, for just one time. We'll see how it works. Um, Here, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not working, this fucking songs. Um, what are you talking about? Here's another thing that makes tonight extra special. Guys. The premise of today's episode was pitched to us by one of the Patrons. Can you believe it? Can you believe that John Sendrowski from Detroit said, hey, guys, I've got a, I've got a cover of Santa Ana Wins that I recorded. You guys want to hear it? And we listened and we said, hey, that's great. And he said, oh, and by the way, question for the pod. Speaking of cover songs, he said, what is your favorite cover song you've ever heard? And we said, we turned to each other and we said... Let's make a fucking episode we, out of this. We're not going to burn that off in the in the mail segment, dude. That's a blowout, man. So the lesson out there, if you have a great question, it might just end up being a whole Patreon episode, friends. Because see, this is what uh, you, Patrons, you guys, have, you guys have a main line into Slop Central, baby. We want to hear from you. You don't realize the power you have. You just don't understand. You wield. If you knew how powerful you were. You were pulling the strings like puppet masters. <laughs> so here we are. We're going to have a battle royale blowout. All because... Uh, John C. from Detroit, Michigan. Thanks, bud. John C. is the place to be. Not John C. Riley. <laughs> John C. Riley. <laughs> John well, C. Say. might be smiley now that he's hearing his name on the Patreon. <laughs> he said John Sandrowski, but maybe he stopped typing before he got to Riley. We never, we don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're talking about the best cover songs. What is the best cover this song? This was a tough one. And this was another one where we didn't we didn't have any chitter-chatter between us. We just said, go, get to work, think. Right. So we should lay out, you know, when before we present our picks, we should talk about, you know, what, what do you look for in a cover? What makes a good cover? Yes. Do we even like covers just by n- the nature of them? I like covers when I'm in bed, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> mm. I like being undercover when I'm a detective. When are you a detective? I, um, I work for uh, the... Oh, uh, never mind. When I heard the gunshot, I believe yeah, you. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. For this one, I was kind of going through like, what's a good cover? What's uh, What like is a cover that I just like? Or what's a cover that like makes a song better? <clears throat> Very difficult. Right. What do you say we get into it, huh? That might be nice. Who wants to start? I want to start. May I? You may. You may. And you might. 
You guys are so polite. Yes. Maybe that's part of the whole loose and low thing. Is yeah, that we're we'll also quite kindly to each other. This is sort of an anything goes scenario. Okay. Well, <laughs> here is what I'm thinking, guys. I said to myself, Tim, knock it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. And I You're the guy to do it. Honestly, look. Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> I almost hate to do this to you guys because you guys are my Oh my god. You guys are my friends. Oh my god. And I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah, that yeah. you had a lot of fun thinking of which cover song you wanted to talk about here tonight. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I we're did, your friends, yeah. Tim, but that may not last too long. Let's go. Well, unfortunately, this is a question. Mm-hmm. Best cover song that has an objective answer that is correct. Okay. And I'm just going to come right out and say it. And I'm just unfortunately going to blow you guys right out of the water and play my choice. Hit it. If I (laughs) Sorry, fellas. Timothy. I will Uh-oh. The hay. Whitney, she's singing about a horse here. So I no, I don't think so. At least not on the Wikipedia or Genius. Okay, let me keep listening. Whitney Houston, I will always I love, you. love you. Cover of Dolly Parton from the movie The Bodyguard, produced by David Foster. And let me tell you something. Um, you're probably and thinking. Ooh. The, the, the music is Ooh. coming in now, yes. and you're, you were probably thinking, wait a second, a big radio single that had an acapella first verse? Guess whose idea that was? Yours. Kevin Costner? Yes, Kevin Costner was in the studio, and he pitched that idea. He knows what he's talking about. Um, so, you know, my thinking here is this is uh, quite simply... Hey, cover or not, best, be, maybe best vocal performance of all time in a song. And it was, it's just universal. I remember listening to this with my family in the car. We all liked it. We owned the single. You did? We owned it. I have the deed to prove it. You guys, po- you guys ponied up the bucks. You, you all pulled in for the single. <laughs> yeah, you may have had the single. I had the Pringle. <laughs> Michael, stop that. <laughs> Um, yeah, there was a year where I, I w- didn't eat any school lunches for a year so we could save up, and then we bought that, <laughs> that tape cassette uh, single. So how do you guys feel? Do you feel like you just got trounced? I feel fucking demolished, to be honest, <laughs> because I, I thought of this too, and I was like, no, that's cheap. No one, no one's going to pick it. I thought, I, of that, I thought of that one too. That was on my list. Tim, is this your favorite cover or what you think is the best cover? Both. And, and we on, oh, well. on this show... We, this is a thing we go back and forth on. We say, you know, you can choose what you think is objective or not objectively, but like to the world, the ultimate one. Or sometimes we have categories <laughs> where we're going what our favorite is. But the thing is, that's not even that different. Cause like we've talked about, sometimes when you choose your very own favorite, that mm-hmm. does align with what the listeners think. Cause we're, we're going to tweet this out to the slop heads and they're going to vote to see who they agree with. Yes. So, and you've had luck in this realm. Yeah. Because I know my audience, you guys don't know your audience, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Tim, aren't you like uh, unanimously like, uh, haven't you won every one of these that we've tweeted? Yes. I kind of cheated a couple of times, but I do think I do pretty good here. And that was, 
I, I also had some hesitance, like, is this too obvious of a choice? But the fact that it is also my personal favorite, even if this had flopped on the charts, yeah. I really do love this song. So on two fronts, you've... Yeah, it's a very you, good song. I, I and, listen I, and I this. listen to it a lot. I'll sing it in the song. I'll sing it in the car. I'll sing it in the shower. I'll sing it in the record studio. And when you say you cheated, you you just mean that you knew what would play with the zeitgeist. I pictured the tweet. On our, on our tweets. I pictured the tweet and I thought, because sometimes you have like a long song title or, or a weird title and you got no chance. All right. Well, that was very low of you, but um, <laughs> let's continue. I, I will admit that I am quite low. <laughs> um, well, Tim, uh, you might have it in the bag. Who wants to go next? I'll do next. Okay. This is one... I went back and forth. There were some I picked. There's some that I was going through. It was like, oh, I know the original. And I also know this, the cover as well. This is one where I don't really know the original, but the cover is one that I like. And on the cover is much better than the original, my opinion. <laughs> and this one is more, I'm more hooked on the live performance of this, which is the clip I picked. And you'll hear what it is, and we can talk about it after this. Oh! I love it. Oh, Oh my God. Had you been at uh, Ithaca College or hanging around the Circle Apartment dorms my junior year, you would have heard me playing that riff left and right, baby. Wait, can you say the title and artist? This is uh, The White Stripes. This is Death Letter which was originally done by a guy named Sun House, like an old blues guy. The original one is, is kind of like all the blues recordings you hear. It's like crackly. It's like a guy, just one guy, an acoustic. And they did this at the, the... The clip I have here is from the 2004 Grammy Awards. And they play Seven Nation Army and then go into this. And it's like... I remember that. He goes nuts at the was, end. Uh, Jack White yes. goes nuts at the end. The lights are like flashing bright. And it's just like wild. And at the end, they cut to the audience and Tarantino's like, whoa. I think he's, <laughs> he's sitting next to Jizza, I think, because I think they're doing, or uh, uh, Rizza. They're doing, probably there for Kill Bill. Um, but they're both like, whoa. That's a great thing to pull from, too, is rock and roll dudes playing basically old blues songs. Right, right, right. Like, I even searched... What are the unknown covers? Like, mm-hmm. what are the songs you didn't know were covers and stuff? And a ton of old Beatles, Stones, Elvis stuff yep. Yep. were essentially covers. But uh, there's never more of a amp up quality than Jack White playing like old Lead Belly and Sunhouse right. songs. And he does like the stuff with his voice where he seems like he's going to like start crying and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was between that. I have a number of runners up, but in the Jack White, White Stripes world, uh, Jolene is also another good one. Oh, that's a great one. Another another Dolly Parton song. I think it's better than the original because he's like, yeah. he's like really feeling like, you can't take this person away from me. And he's, and I, what I like about it, he doesn't switch the pronouns to he or she. Love that. Leave the pronouns as they are. It's so corny to switch them. Um. Mike Jolene was was my runner up, and I and I love that song so much. And I will also say in general, I'm I'm back on the on the Jack wagon because mm. I in college I was a huge White Stripes fan, and then in, yeah. in, in like uh, there came a time when I rem- I met you in your in the height of your and <laughs> Abe. It's like that yes. band's the coolest, 
but B, if you're a, a beginner guitar player, what fun it is to tear mm. into those songs. Yeah. But um, I did, I started to time out, you know, like, I don't know, in, in the last few years, I was like, not even Jack White's fault, but like, I got, a, got tired of like guys with guitars talking about old blues men and, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you wrote a whole sketch about it. Exactly. Um, guitar rock right, in that's general. That's where the... Uh, the um the blues, the blues pioneers of rock. Pioneers of rock was all about. Was from an article of Jack White in Rolling Stone. It was like, I got all this old pressed uh, vinyl about these old guys, and we were like, no, that's, because that's it, weird. It, it might get loud. Uh, yeah, was the film. yeah, and then you hear those songs, and they're like, but. So I, I moved on maybe in like the last five years, I have not been listening to much guitar rock or Jack White type stuff. Then I saw him recently on SNL and he, and he oh, yeah. tore the place a new asshole. And I said, this cool. guy rules. This guy rules. He's uh, the, like, when you see him live in this like heyday, he did that whole like rock and roll type guy where he's like, Oh, where am I tonight? Everybody. I'm the black pool light. Am I in the wrong place at the right time? Oh. <laughs> He rolls. He's awesome. Very cool. Good pick. Good pick. Michael. But a weird one because it's like, I don't know the original. Like, we don't listen to that. Oh, I do. I would have heard the Dolly Parton. that's Part okay. No, I, I constantly I know, but it's listen to it. Different, different levels of cover songs. Mike, you bring up a good point. And that's what I'm going to call the glow up, baby. Whoa. <laughs> Shit. We should do a glow up episode. How far can you take a song from its origins? Ooh. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, like, yes. that was kind of my rubric for this was like, okay, it's one thing if you're known for a genre, if you're a metal band or a ska band to do a version and it's like, okay, you get points because people are going to tune in to hear a metal version of this song or a ska punk version of the song punk especially with like me first and the gimme gimme oh, and like newfound glory like i mean i was we were we were perfectly aged for that stuff too <laughs> that is such that's like LimeWire lime music exactly. to me exactly is, is mm -hmm. me first and the gimme gimme's love it is uh what's the atari's um cover of um donna henley uh boys of summer oh yeah oh yeah 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 black flag sticker on a cadillac and so i was trying not to do something where it's like a genre flip oh but also you have to watch out for with certain new styles of music. Is a cover just a remix? Mm. You don't want to do that either. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I tried to say like, what was the greatest achievement in like taking a song that was already a hit and making a brand new thing out of it, ah. out of your own merits as an artist that aren't a gimmick like a genre flip or whatever. Right. And, and here's what the J-Man came <laughs> up with. What would you do? Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool because everybody on Earth knows the Beatles version. Mm -hmm. And then also everybody on Earth knows this version. They almost sound like unrelated songs. Yes. Plus, have you heard the Sloppy Boys cover of this version? Now, the Beatles are a pretty fucking crazy song to pull a source material from. Right. But I gotta say, as far as Beatles songs go, the whole the whole uh, 
what's Ringo's name in this song? Billy Shears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he's like, what would you think if I sang out of tune? <laughs> Look, yeah. there's a lot of room for a glow up. Probably the worst song off Sgt. Pepper's an incredible, incredible album. Would you say it's it's worse than I'm fixing a hole where the rain <laughs> came in? Actually, I don't even know if it's on the album. Jeff, you you picked a song that dovetails perfectly into two big things I want to talk about, and we'll get to that once we put these online and get the votes going. But I want to talk about Joe Cocker and the Beatles, and you have brought them to life, my boy. Tim, why don't you tweet that out, and I'm going to fast forward to the last chorus of this fucking song that rips so goddamn hard. Hell yeah. for the ages completely different from the original yeah. and he's putting life into it Love. and you know we all remember it as the wonder year song and that's okay too <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's fine well i uh, there's a there's an one of my favorite albums is uh joe cocker and it's called mad dogs and englishman it's like he went on tour with uh, oh, yeah. a band and they went all around the u.s and i think europe and he plays uh honky tonk women the letter, you know, the letters that's like, got me a ticket for an airplane, ain't got time to take a fast train. Take a fast train. Yeah, he yeah. plays it great. She came in through the bathroom uh, window. He does. And it's, listen to that album. It's so great. It's like, uh, everything is just like, it's a full band. It's full like horns and stuff. It's so fun. Um, Give me a ticket to an airplane. That song is called The Letter. And you know who is singing is the guy that went on to be the guy, the lead singer of Big Star. Oh, it's like an early hit. Hey, uh, you know who went on to be the singer of Dog Star is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he was he the went basis. on to. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's a cool one though is um, I was just thinking about. Well, first one one of my runners up in the cover game was the Grateful Dead version of uh, Good Loving. Good Loving, mm. you know that song. That's uh, great. That was the Rascals in in the in the sixties. Uh, good loving, and then there's like a Bob Weir kind of uh, cover of it. But that song is a song that I always I always get it confused with. Give me some loving, give me some loving, give me mm-hmm. give me some loving. Which do you know who sings "Give Me Some Loving"? No, Mick Lovin'? It's a group called the Spencer Davis Group, a sixties rock band. Lead singer, young. Baby, seventeen-year-old Steve Winwood. No, wow. Yes, can you believe that? Cannot. Will hey. will not. I, um, I tweeted out the uh, poll, and Good. while the slobheads are weighing in, uh, want to run in through some more runners-up we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also just feel free to extrapolate and sort of milk any opinions you have, because I got a lot, and I'm sure you do too. Well, I do, because I'll tell you. First off, I talked about Whitney Houston. I talked about Steve Winwood. But have you oh. heard the Kygo version of Higher Love? <laughs> I have. It's so cool because it's like. Who's Kygo? Are they, are they current? They're like an electronic band. It's kind of like the way like oh, Zed will put out a song and you're like, well, where's Zed? He's not singing and he didn't write it. Where, who, who the hell's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Pulp Fiction. No. Um, Whitney Houston had covered Higher Love by Steve Winwood, and maybe it never even came out, or maybe it was an obscure song for her. But then Kygo did a remix and put it out just like last year, and it rules. Um, moving on, my other runners up, 
Proud Mary. Tina Turner's mm. cover of uh, Creedence Clearwater Re- Revival. Total reimagining. Took took like yep. a Southern rock slow song and turned it into a barn burner R&B review. Tim, that's the glow up. That's, that's the, the glow, glow up. You know, I had the triad in our in our mix here. And the triad, for those of you who don't know, it's when the Sloppy Boys play <laughs> Proud Mary going into American Girl, going into the end of a quick one while he's away. It's a, that too is a barn burner. I think we it's glow those up. a fucking banger. <laughs> we rule. Oh, if Sloppy, if, if Spotify would only allow us to post it. <laughs> those fuckers. Um, Jeff, I got to ask you for a ruling on this. You tell me if it's a glow up. Okay. Um, Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley covering Leonard Cohen. That's a bore up. That is one. That is a a, freshman dorm up. That's a glow down. No way. You don't like Buckley? Buckley can go fuckly. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. I I love Jeff Buckley, but you did make a good point that he could. (laughs) He can go fuckly. You're like the Johnny Cochran of arguments. (laughs) It it rhymes. So I'm convinced. No, I I know Um, nothing about uh, Buckley. And I looked at in, in your category of uh, LimeWire MP3 downloads that were punk covers of 80s songs. I loved <laughs> uh, Real Big Fish covering Take On Me by AHA. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a gr- from Basketball. Yes. I love Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, yes, I had that one of too. course. Man, there was such there was a renaissance back back in the those days of 80 songs covered by punk bands. Alien Ant Farm. It's so funny that they their like hit was a Michael Jackson hit. Well, because their first single was that song like The Movies or something, and that didn't do well. And then their second single was a Michael Jackson song, and everybody loves it. <laughs> the the Alien Ant Farm, when I thought of that one, I also thought of Cake doing uh, I Will Survive. That was oh. one to me that's... Oh, fuck. That's a great one. That is a good one. It's really good, but it's not better than the original. No, not better than the original. And and it's just funny to hear him sing it because he's just kind of like a little low-keyer. But like, that's a band that has a style and it's worth hearing something kind of pushed through that style, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, well, and rounding out my runners up, I, I had some weird ones. Um, that I that were in that category of like, oh, will this count because the original isn't so well known? Now I know Hanford would have allowed it. Um, but did you I, know I that- only allowed it for me. I would not allow it for you to. <laughs> okay, that's even better <laughs> for me now. Did you know that Nothing Compares to You was originally a Prince song? Yes. Oh, I thought he wrote it, but he also sang it too. It's always like credited as he wrote it, but he did record it for his side project, The Family. Ah. And it's very different. Um, ah. Similar to, um, you know, it's a funny one. Uh, because the Night by Patti Smith is uh, written by Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. And he recorded it for Darkness at the Edge of Town, recorded it, decided not to use it. And then Patti had a hit with it. And then later, Bruce was like, I'm going to put it on my live album. And he started playing it a lot live, almost like he lamented <laughs> it, which is funny because he's, yeah. he's done that before where he he wrote Hungry Heart for the Ramones and he liked it so much that he didn't give it to them and they hated him forever. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Um, part of my rubric for picking songs was, you know, like I clumsily laid out earlier, no remixes. I also thought no live songs mm-hmm. like... There are a million, if you Google search like cover songs, you'll find that like tons of artists just play a, a cover song live. 
And um, I was thinking about actual releases. Right, yeah, because we I can't be said, expected to be at every club across America every night listening to every cover. No, not with COVID. Right, right, right. But even stuff like Harry Styles recording Sledgehammer. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like I, I considered that off limits for me. You guys could make that argument. That's fine. But then I also said, no was actually written by covers. And I wrote down, yeah. for example, Prince, nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Oh. Damn, dude. I'm lucky I didn't do that one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm I, I'm really happy with the trifecta we ended up tweeting. Yeah, those are good songs. I'm really uh, interested to see because it's a bit of a nail bite. It's crazy. Um, well, I had, um, those are all my runners up but then but, uh, that I thought of, but then I had one runner up specifically, Jeff, and I, I gave you this track because this song is, this version of this song is just so well performed and i thought we should listen to it now because it's just so the recording is so good well let's hear it let's listen a <laughs> my cover of old lang syne debuted here in our december episode tim i am furious right now <laughs> the recording is so good did you know this was written by robert burns that's so weird Kind of cool. Kind of cool. I will not believe that that is, that that won that one time. I will not dignify with a response. (laughs) I'll take it. Michael, what do you got for runners up, baby? Some of my runners is ups. Well, my go-to was a fish song, which I wasn't going to do because, uh, you know, it's not, it's not the best of the covers, but it's my favorite cover of fish song. Love and Cup by uh, Rolling Stones. They do a fantastic version of that song that always makes me want a boogie. No shit. Let me see. Some of my ones, we talked about the Ramones. Do You Want to Dance is one of the greats, in my opinion, of, the, of Ramone cover songs. Ramones covering a song. You know, it's like, do you, do you, do you, do you want to dance? Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, and also California Sun, they do really well. I love the idea that they got into those, like, um, oldies and they have girl group covers, too. And it's kind of neat to see these punkers being like, we love the crystals and the Ronettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like, oh, I had um, a lot of Beatles songs. And I started to think about, like, oh, you can cover the Beatles and it could be great, like Joe Cocker, or it could be awful. And... One of my runners-ups was uh, by this woman named Marsha Griffiths. She does... Yeah, Michael! <laughs> she does. Uh, she was a Jamaican singer in the, like, the 70s and 80s. She does a version of Don't Let Me Down that I love. Oh, uh, yes! It's, Don't let me down! Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Don't let me down! It's so cool. This... Uh, Jessica's Spotify gives her this song all the time. It's also the rec- oh, recording yes, is kind of funky. I feel like that oh, cover yes, is what uh, inspired that song. It's like pussy, 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 marijuana. Mm-hmm. It feels like directly <laughs> that is what they're doing. Um, there's also Aretha Franklin's got a really good version of Eleanor Rigby from uh, Live at the Fillmore West, which is a good album. Uh, and she also does Love the One You're With, which is a Crosby, Sills and Nash song. But she she glows it up too, where it's just like she puts so much like soul into uh, Eleanor, Eleanor Rigby, especially is just like a little like listy namey song, right? And she does a great job with it. Um, I had also oh in the in the Beatles world play. There's a song by Wilson Pickett 
he does uh, Hey Jude. This is like the getting towards the end of the song. You know, in, in the Beatles version, it goes into that na-na-na-na part, which is yeah. pretty like long and just like, oh, very whatever. Oh, and boring. Yeah. He does, listen to what he does. It, it's fantastic. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like all of... So here we go. Here's the end. That's so cool. Oh, it's great. So much better. Leave the na na nas to the horns. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking scream my soul out. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Doesn't it feel like a lot of the best Beatles covers are almost like attacking the fact that the Beatles are a little bit square and British? And then mm-hmm. as much as John, like in Twist and Shout or something, he can tear up his voice when he wants to but when you hear an actual soul singer do it it's so much better yes yeah when they're like oh we like american soul songs oh, and then they play you? them and then american soul is just like oh yeah we're gonna fucking wreck <laughs> your ass <laughs> but it's also those that like 60s recording where the microphones seem like they're peaking like crazy i love that sound yeah it makes me go wild man <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it makes me go wild man too one one song that I was surprised that I liked, because uh, there's this artist called Kesha, which I'm usually not into. Love Kesha. But she does a version of Bob Dylan's uh, Don't Think Twice, where she's like kind of crying through it. It's really, uh, it's great. So listen to that. Um, Kesha, you, you, you know, Praying by Kesha. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's a, uh, and, yeah. and that is so emotional mm-hmm. so that is like it's that's it's you would never thought that that's like a tool i didn't know she applied that to other songs i right. gotta give it a listen um a few more i have this is a guilty pleasure if there ever was one metallica doing whiskey <laughs> whiskey in the jar <laughs> wait what you know that song whiskey in the jar it's a thin lizzie song but earlier it was like a the dubliners i looked it up it was like an old 60s irish folk band uh, no shit. But Metallica does whiskey in the jar, and James Hetfield is so like, is <laughs> so James Hetfieldy in the whole thing. It's great, um, but that's just a little guilty one for me, Michael. <laughs> Michael, that's okay, you dog. And two that I found out that I had no idea were covers were Talking Heads' uh, "Take Me to the River." Oh yeah, was a Al Green song. And Girls Just Want to Have Fun No, was a, a cover by a guy named Richard Hazard in 1979. And that was a great song. And I almost put it on because I was like, I really do like that song. But uh, I had no idea it was a cover. So I kind of pushed that You off. know what's crazy is occasionally you'll find somebody whose cover was a cover. Like uh, Man Who Sold the World. Right, right. I was like, oh, I know that Nirvana is covering David Bowie. But David Bowie's covering another dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, have you ever heard the song Jersey Girl um, by Tom Waits? No. I don't know um, that I have. Well, it's, I heard it first as Springsteen singing it, and then I found out it was it's, it's Bruce Springsteen covering Tom Waits, and Tom Waits had written Jersey Girl as an homage to Bruce Springsteen in mm-hmm. the style of Bruce Springsteen. So it's that kind of funny thing where it's like, hey, now that's full circle. He's like, I'll take, I'll take this one. Yeah, exactly. It was like... Bruce, you sure you want to do this one? And he's like, yeah, I think I want to do that one. <laughs> My God. Um, uh, going back to the Beatles, one song, do you remember the I Am Sam soundtrack? The movie? 
Mm. Oh yeah, it was all it was Beatles. Sean Penn, yeah, it was all Beatles. They're all okay, and they're appropriately done by like Ben Folds and uh, uh, Cheryl Crow and stuff. But this band Granddaddy or a singer called Granddaddy, I don't know who it is. Oh yeah, Granddaddy, does, they're, they're a British band. He does. The, they do Revolution, and it's uh, they take some liberties, and it's it's just like ooh, they're not doing the right, uh, not doing the right, <laughs> taking the right parts of this thing. <laughs> I thought a lot about alts. And I I really got sidetracked by the cross genre thing. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. Easy Star All Stars came to mind. Do you guys know Easy Star All Stars? They did um, they do reggae covers. Um, probably their best known album is uh, a cover of a reggae cover of Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. Oh yes, and another one is called Radio Dread, which is a cover of OK Computer in its entirety. Oh, I haven't heard it, but I know what you're talking about. Probably the best, my favorite song off it is Karma Police. I've heard this, yeah, yeah. Lends itself very well to reggae. I don't know. um, It kind of has a reggae spirit to begin with, but does it have this syncopation? I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm thinking of... Uh, we'll take it up to, like... Do You Really Want to Hurt Me is a full-on reggae song. Ah. Uh, we'll take it up to, like, the lyrics here. Oh, Karma Police. I was thinking Karma Chameleon. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Anyway, check that one out, guys, if uh, if you're into that guys, sort of that thing. That was really embarrassing for me. I was talking about the wrong song. This this Of Karma, oof. Karma Chameleon. I, I can't even believe this, but... You must admit that Culture Club is kind of cool. <laughs> I, I will admit. You must. You're on the blowout. But, guys, there's one that I really, really like that goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's like the original song is good on its own, and here's a band that's doing its own thing to it, mm. and I think gives a new life. Do you know this song? Yes. Oh, is this Ben Folds doing a... It is Ben Folds, Mike. Doing a Flaming Lips song, right? Yeah, right, right. So this is off a compilation called Lounge-a-Palooza. <laughs> and all of the, all of the songs are kind of kitschy. But this one, I think, like, survives as a strong Ben Folds song. This is Ben Folds 5. Yeah. And I feel like they're finding like new chord expressions for this otherwise like power chord song. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we we covered this and we just played dumbass power chords. This is cool. Oh, I like that. You know what is it's um, fun? I'm a kitschy kind of a guy, and I love tiki bars. And I feel like a lot of this lounge music uh, is is. I, I'm resistant to it because I'm like, hey, I'm not that kitschy of a guy. <laughs> I'm I, I'm a little kitschy guy, but I'm not a full on joke man. Uh, and, and I'm resistant to loungy music. But that I admit that that chorus was cool. It's lush. It 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 it, it takes flight. You know what is a trend? I don't know. I'm thinking why this made me think of it, but a trend in movie trailers, which I do not like, yes, is when it's like a moody, uh, maybe a moody superhero movie, and they take a oh. 
a song that is like a nursery rhyme and they kind of have someone <laughs> sing it like this. Tell them, Hanford. Humpty Dumpty <laughs> sat on a Oh, this wall. is cool. Oh, this could be the new gritty Silver Surfer movie. Oh, the Silver you Surfer surfed movie. off the wall. <laughs> You're right. That's shitty and they do it all the time for like Suicide Squad and shit or whatever. Yeah. I'll say this though. I did like when they did... I got five on it for um Oh that was great. Us. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. But then also uh somebody else did it recently. I haven't seen Promising Young Woman. Have you guys? Mm-hmm. Not yet. They have like a really um psychosexual thriller take on uh Britney Spears Toxic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they do like but they use that to be like somebody's gonna get fucking killed. It's funny because they're like <laughs> keying in on a thing that is orchestral. Like cause that song that's produced by some like smart as producer dudes that did ha- that were like using those string samples and stuff. So it's kind of funny that I'd be like, no, we're just gonna use them the way they were originally intended. <laughs> I, so I stumbled upon, I mean, I knew this existed, but I didn't think anyone would know what it is. Um, Lil Thriller and Dr. Benedicto did a cover. No. I think, I know. Those guys if, if suck. These guys are bad. <laughs> if you remember the, our most hated song, oh. these guys showed up. They suck. I mean, these guys are just a bad hmm. band. They used Fuck to, em. like I said, they used to be a more of a, a socially conscious rap group. And now they do, I don't even know what the type of music is that they make now. But this came out in 2016, and it was part of some mixtape thing that they did. Uh-huh. They covered uh, oh boy. Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. Why they were doing it, I have I no idea. I love that song. It's a great song. They're, Boys to Men are fantastic singers. You'll hear, I mean, you'll hear it. It's an awful, awful, awful music. These two oh, are making awful music. I'm dreading this. Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Honestly, Mike, I'm into it. Close your eyes. Oh, boy. Oh, terrible. It's just your night. We're going to celebrate. All through the night. Ooh. Oh. 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 Now somebody spark up that <laughs> cigarette and pass it this way. Oh. Too much. <laughs> We just want to say big ups and mad respect to boys to men who we heard grew up in Philadelphia. Well, what can we say? It's on our top five cities to visit before we die. (laughs) Which, if we don't start eating right, will be any day now. Public domain sound effects. Oh my god. Oh, oh. where to start? I, Mike, how did you how could you bring that in? It's just so much well, we're doing our favorites. I want to do my least favorite cover song. It's so many different t- you're talking about uh uh Tim, you bring up uh Travis uh what the what's his name? <laughs> Scott. Travis Scott. 
sicko mode got all different yeah. parts to it these guys what is it? it's like stops and they just use some riser sound some dj riser oh. sound to get to the next thing yeah <laughs> and what are they die? they're about to die it seems Oh. I will say this. I'm starting to get the hang of like who's singing what. Right. Like yeah. which, you know, between Dr. Benedicto and Lil Thrilla, which is the one who's like, let me see you. Uh, like, which is the guy that got has to like, go to taco time. Who's like, has a tough time getting every word out. That's, like, which guy is that? Do you think that's that? I, well, I know it's little thriller. <laughs> okay. okay. And he, well, yeah, he did that. He was the one who did the message at the end here. And then, Benedicto is more of the smooth. I mean, thinks he's more of the smooth singer. And but I gotta you know. say, that's part of the problem. Is like, honestly, Doctor Benedicto on his own, I could see him making some good songs. His voice is yeah. decent. But with the right producer, mm-hmm. maybe with the right producer, like David Foster from "I Will Always Love You" or something like that. But mm-hmm. his problem mm-hmm. is again, kitchen sinky. Every idea goes in the mix, and that's a problem. Everything goes in, and uh, way too much historical sound bites. I don't know yeah. what these guys think is the deal. They lost what was so great about the original Boys to Men song. It's yeah. just not there. Oh, oh, not even there. <laughs> not even there at all. All right. Now, before we hear the results from the big Twitter poll. Quizzer, yes. You've got yourself stuck in a little quizzer. Fuck no. But not so much a quiz, but a challenge. (laughs) Now, Timothy. Word up. You picked the song that I thought no one would pick. No one would dare pick. No one would have the cajones. (laughs) Now, what I want to see is if we can hit Whitney's notes. Oh, Oh, shit. It's the Whitney Houston vocal challenge. The Notathon. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a wager right now. This is weird because I'm such a Whitney fan. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna hit the notes and then also hit them better than she ever did. God bless <laughs> oh her heart. God, I mean, I I, I wish her uh, rest in peace. Uh, she was a wonderful woman. Damn, that's how he feels. Michael, any any uh, thoughts going in? Here's what I say going in. It's very late where I am, and I've got to keep my voice down because of my neighbors and people sleeping around me. So I am going to do this very quietly. Oh, a little falsetto from Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael's got to deal with a little handicap. So to to counteract that, I'm going to go as loud as I can and wake up all of (laughs) Los Feliz, California. (laughs) Here's the note we're trying to hit, guys. Not just... The key change of the last chorus, but the highest note at the very end of the song. Oh, no. Here's Whitney. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's going to be a tall order for the J-Man. She really gets up there. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Ready? Yep. Perfect. Damn, Tim. Very good. Very good. good. One thing, I don't know if this is points off, but um, my anus uh, prolapsed out my butt. (laughs) 
<laughs> Oof, I would have that checked out. Yeah, I saw there was like a balloon animal balloon <laughs> yeah. flopping out of your jeans. <laughs> well, it was fully inflated for a while and it rose up over my shoulders. <laughs> Ouch, I got to ice down the neck. Michael, you want to be up? Sure, I'm going to do it. Okay, here we go. Definitely adds a certain different flavor than Whitney. Oh, right. I feel yeah. like I feel like I kind of glowed it up a little bit. This is kind of what I was talking about, where you take something old and you make it new, and something borrowed and something blue. <clears throat> All right. Dutz, you're up. Here comes the J-Man. I will always love you. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. always love you. <laughs> That's, I did thought it? I did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You, they, look, that was three... Guys hitting the note. Hey, hitting it well. Well, I'm just going to say, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I would never speak ill of the dead. And again, huge Whitney fan and, and may she rest in peace and everything. But like, do you think when people hear this episode, they will stop respecting her music? Oh, geez. Because they found something better. <sighs> well, because there's like three guys who effortlessly get up there and kind of hang out up there and right. fucking do that yeah. thing. And just tap dance on the note. Even though we <laughs> yes. just did a fraction of her song of her catalog. <laughs> well, they will like us better. If we, I mean, if we start there, we could work our way down and do the rest of her cat- catalog. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm getting a call right now. Yeah. Hello. Oh, it got, it's Clive Owens. No, <gasps> the very producer. <laughs> He's huge. Oh, no, wait. Clive Owens, the actor. Who's Clive Davis? It's Clive Davis, actually. <laughs> oh, 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 Is right. he with Clive Owen? <laughs> They're together and they're saying... Well, they're working on a biopic. They heard the blowout and they want to... (laughs) And they want to take us to the top. That's the perfect place we've always wanted to be taken to. I know. I can't believe it. That's awesome. We are three lucky guys. Oh, man. I have to say, this is completely awesome. Hey, hey, you, you patrons, you patrons, you were here for it the whole time. Yeah. And plus, everyone listening who's at the $5 Patreon level, you just learned that if you're like a famous actor or record producer, there's a higher level where you get to listen live yeah. and call in. Oh, and and for the Patrons, don't worry. We're taking you with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're coming. Each and every one of you. All the way to the top with us. Okay. Let's see those results. I got to see the results. Let's it's get out of here. for the results. <laughs> now the the our, our three cover songs have been tweeted out to the Twitter sphere. The slopheads have been weighing in. Guys, this was a good. We gave them a good amount of time. So, oh shit, I lost it. I'm fucked, and I'm back. Now there's like a billion people on Twitter, so this is big. This went out to pretty much everyone on Twitter. I don't know if Ashton Kutcher weighed in, but he is on Twitter, so hmm. it doesn't say the names of who voted. We got a lot of results. We got 100 people who have voted. So this is pretty definitive. Are you guys ready for the results of the best cover song, Battle Royale? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And also, Tim, before you say anything. Word. 
I'm I'm ready to accept the results based on Twitter. Okay, Jeff is ready I'm to not, accept the results. I will the fight result. this to the I will take this to the highest court. Actually, Michael, uh you might you might need to appeal here because there was a snafu. Um in third place with 15% of the vote was Michael Hanford's <sighs> choice death letter by the white stripes. Here's the caveat. Uh-oh. Mm. Me, a little bit drunk, and with little sausagey thumbs. What did you I, put on there? I put, I put dead letter instead of death letter, and then oh, I scrolled down and, and people corrected me. They said it's death letter. So, do you accept or do you I, reject? I absolutely, do not accept this. <laughs> Wait, absolutely not. Do not. <laughs> Let's give you a handicap. If I had correctly written death letter. How much? What percentage better than fifteen do you think you would have gotten? And I'll give. I think it I would have been eighty. <laughs> eighty on top of the fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So ninety-five. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's right. Well, take it, I'll, Mike. You wouldn't lie, so I'll take your word. For I wouldn't it. lie about this, and I know numbers. I know math. Okay. Well, so that is uh, uh, ninety-five for Mike. Now moving on in the Twitter poll. Next up, I'm just going to go straight to the winner. The winner of the best cover song competition with 46% of the vote is Jefferson Dutton. (gasps) Little help from my friends, Joe Cocker. Fucking finally, baby. Dude. I've never won one of these. That's nice. And I should have won every single one leading up to this. Is that true? Be honest. Is that actually true? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll give them all to you. Yes. No, we'll give them all to you if you say. I can't believe you you trounced me. You got actually now you're up to forty seven percent. I'm going to delete this, but you got forty forty seven percent. I've only got thirty eight with Whitney. I thought I thought I was cheating. I thought I picked such an obvious winner. You know what, Tim? This is a blowout first. Tim, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the win <laughs> on this one. Wow. Okay, I will accept the win. <laughs> But yeah, no shit. I'll accept it. But I have to say you, you had 47% of the vote. So now I have 47. Mike had 95% of the vote, according to the adjustments. Oh, you're right. So, so now I think what's we your both, adjustment? My, well, I just took Jeff's, which was 46, 47. So what was yours? Zero? Oh, I had 37. Do we add mine together? No, no, no. Yeah, you're taking his percentages. But no, I, I'm not adding my percentage. I'm just saying I won and I give it to Tim. But now Tim is saying that he maybe he maybe he's giving it to you. I, wait, I changed my <laughs> mind. I you know how you get one appeal to reach to unchange your mind? Mm-hmm. I decide that I win. Oh, oh shit. Sorry, Mike. That sucks, dude. <laughs> that does suck. Well, next time I'm doing the the Twitter out, the tweet out, because you're spelling <laughs> yeah. things wrong. You're <laughs> yeah, deciding who wins. This is crazy. I'll admit it's kind of a mess, and I don't know what I'm doing on there. Your drinking is getting in the way. I, I also I get distracted. I go on Twitter. I see all these ads. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get some of these like uh, starlights for my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, Tim, all jokes aside, you hit it out of the park. <laughs> the moment you said there is an actual answer to this. Now, why did so many slopheads go with Joe Cocker? Why did they go against truth and honesty? Because they know we do that song. Oh, 
Mike, you might have a good point because yeah. people in the replies were saying uh, Willy Willy, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, Thousand Dances, uh, songs that we've covered. So maybe I didn't have room to write Joe Cocker. I wrote. What are you talking about? I just wrote with a little help from my friends and then I ran out of room in the poll. Okay, but 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 the poll said like best cover, so people would know. Yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I I think that we're getting to the point where people are knowing what to expect from this certain Twitter account. Maybe if we could get somebody at the Gray Ladies to tweet this out, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> well, why don't we get why don't we get Clive Davis to do it? Mike, look, mm. the New York Times would know you're their most avid reader. They would probably love to work with you. If you get them to tweet it out, just explain to them that what we have going on is basically like Borat, you know, like Sasha Baron Cohen got famous and now he can't go out and do his pranks anymore. Mm -hmm. And we're getting to the point where we're fully saturated and we're too successful for our own good. What I'll do tomorrow after I do my uh, daily mini crossword on the uh, New York Times app, I will contact them and... Uh, See what I can get. Well, if you're the first right one to finish that crossword of the day, like put that in the email and then they'll be like, oh shit, this guy knows his stuff. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we did it. That was that was fun. And we we talked about a lot of real good music. We sure did. One of the better battle royales, if you ask me. Yes. Go out, go out and listen to these songs, everybody. I mean, listen these are, to these, these songs. Support songs. local artists if any of these people live near you. Yes, please. And also tweet at us. If if you know some cover songs that you want to have a day in the sun and we didn't mention them, send them to us. Good ones, not like uh, you know my oh my cousin does a great Power Man five thousand remake. You know we don't want to hear that. Stuff. <laughs> we don't care about everyone's your cousin. cousin does that. Also, if you tweeted us, please keep it under two hundred and eighty characters because we simply can't read what you write beyond that. I gotta say, it's time to wrap it up. It's time to put away all the old records that we've been going through and put them back on the shelf. Put them old records on the shelf. We got to get in the bed and go to sleep because tomorrow's another big day. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's true. We want to thank all the patrons out there for supporting us. We love you guys. We appreciate oh, we it. We love a patron. Love the patrons. And hey, if you're not on the Discord... Check it out. You're already listening to this. Get on the Discord. People are talking about movies they love, music they love, other podcasts they love. And then also, they're meeting each other, and they're finding that they there's a new life there waiting for them online. Meet up, you know, get in the mix, the Sloppy Boys mix, and who knows, maybe you too could inspire a blowout just like John C. did here today. That's right, John C., who inspired this episode. Uh, folks, we're going to leave you with John's cover. Yes, he said it's an Iron and Wine-style take on the Sloppy Boys, Santa Ana Wins. Goodbye, Patrons.
Get you real good.